Bros, and welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I'm Jonathan. No, I'm Caleb. And we're a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the podcast, we will be skipping over... Um, wow, I almost forgot the name. Funko Focus, 4K Spotlight, as well as Through the Wall, um, because... We had the privilege of asking the director of the movie that we will be breaking down on this episode some uh, questions, and we are going to be reading those um, instead of going through all that. So this review will be the first half, or sorry, this episode. I am already screwing this up so badly. <sighs> Come so, on, man. Shut up. <laughs> so the first half of this episode will be us reading the questions that we asked her as well as how she answered them. And then the second half will be the breakdown of her indie film, uh, which was entitled The Rocky Road to Freedom. Hell yeah. Uh, We were going to interview her, like our question of the week stated, but she has been experiencing some power outages today, so wasn't able to make it happen. And she is actually in London, and there is a seven-hour time difference. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's kind of difficult to line something up. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Um, But anyway. Uh, anyway. Caleb, what do you say we get started? I say let's do it. Every day, we're surrounded by media. Books, movies, art, music, games, apps, podcasts, etc etc with this constant bombardment it's easy to miss great media gems in the chaos but fret not you've come to the right place my friend i'm jason and i love media i invite you to check out the mixed media forest podcast the podcast where i trudge through the forests of media to find hidden gems for you the listener Every episode of Mixed Media Forest is chock full of fun, reviews, nostalgia, positivity, news, rants, stories, and recommendations about all things media. Again, that's the Mixed Media Forest podcast, created on Anchor Podcasting app and available everywhere fine podcasts can be found. Give it a listen. It's what all the cool kids are doing. All right, so, like we said, um, we are skipping over all of our Funko Focus, 4K Spotlight, and Through the Wall, and we'll be uh, talking about some of the questions that Caleb and I asked Rose, the director of The Rocky Road to Freedom, as well as some questions that you guys asked and we shared with her. Um, So, yeah, so, uh, Caleb, I'll get started, if that's okay with you. Okay, so the first question we asked her was, were the actors you chose friends or people you knew, or did you hold auditions? And she said, well, actually, the cast changed halfway through. The pre-production of the movie normally takes about half a year because I do it mainly by myself in between college classes. I had auditioned and got a cast together originally. You can see them on the current poster on IMDb. 
working on it, I promise. She put in parentheses. Uh, but then when it came to two weeks before filming, our lead had to drop out due to health issues, and the other two main cast members either had to get jobs or moved uh, moved to a different country. Damn, that's that uh, that is very unfortunate. Yeah, that might that might be an issue. <laughs> yeah, just just a little bit. Um, so I quickly offered the role to the runners up. To the runners up, I still couldn't find a lead actor though who would commit to the shoot time. I asked all the cast and crew to ask around, and actresses who plays and the actress who plays May found Zach uh, three days before filming started. He saved our butts and was a saint. Dude, that's insane. Yeah, no, no kidding. That is like, obviously, we haven't put as much effort into a short film as no, she has. Because the only person but, that we've ever cast is your brother. <laughs> yeah, honestly, well, no joke. Brothers, because um, I forgot we've had Bronson and a couple, Bronson and Coy. That's true. That is true. The. The closest call, like, what was the closest call we ever had? Wasn't it that Heroes video that we made? I think so. Yeah, so it was a, uh, I'm not sure if we've ever talked about it on the on the show before. We, or you had an assignment to make a commercial for a dance at our school, yep. our senior year, and... You came to me on, like, Friday, like, I think it was, like, after lunch. <laughs> you came and were just like, oh, so I have this assignment due on Monday. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, yeah, so we need to, like, shoot, record, shoot. Like, basically do everything that's involved in a damn video. And... We had less than three days to do it. Because <laughs> I'm that kind of procrastinator. Or I was. I've gotten yeah, better. You came, you came and you're just like, yeah, so I got this assignment. Do you want to help? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Like thinking we had time. And you're like, yeah, so it's due Monday. And I'm like, well, shit, Rose. <laughs> I'm like, so what's the commercial for? And he's like, oh, we have um a dance coming up, we need to make a commercial for the dance. And I'm like, okay, well, what's the theme? And it was like a hero's theme. And I'm like, okay, I have a shit ton of superhero shirts at, at home. We can probably make something work with that. It was winter time, I think. So, or... Yeah. No, it was. Was it? Yeah, because you were freezing your ass off. Because, yeah, uh, yeah, when, just, yeah, when um, you, were, uh, you were wearing the Batman shirt, you were wearing a long sleeve under so you didn't freeze to death. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I just grabbed all the superhero shirts I could and we just did like short little scenes <laughs> and I, and then you sent them to me and I edited them all, added like all the special effect. Like it was insane. So I can only imagine how stressful it must be to make a full length movie and have, and not know who your lead is until like three days before <laughs> really quickly speaking of uh that whole uh situation with that video so it was for uh my video production class uh cave tv uh for af high school and um, the best part was is that so caleb wasn't in the class it was just me 
but after uh cuz Caleb came with me to show the uh the teacher um how it looked and you know like to get his uh say of how it looked and right after he finished the uh video he's just like he uh looks to Caleb he's just like who are you and why aren't you in my class <laughs> and yeah Caleb never joined Cave TV though Hell no, Cave TV was stupid. Hey, shut up! <laughs> it was, it was cool back. No, no, it really wasn't that cool. Don't even like say that it was cool. It was not cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I felt somewhat cool. <laughs> yeah, well, the only thing that was like cool about it, I think, was that he submitted that commercial. Oh yeah, for... he did. So, at a film festival, and we were actually runner-up. Yeah, but the thing that sucks is he only submitted it with my name. He didn't put your name on it. I don't give a shit. Oh. We know who we made it together. Yeah, true. <laughs> true, true. But yeah, not bad for something. That, like I'm pretty sure like all the other submissions freaking worked on theirs for weeks. We did ours in less and than we, three days. Yeah, we half-assed it, made it in three days, and ended up almost winning. <laughs> yeah. So, I call that pretty impressive. I call that impressive, too. Anyway. Um, let's see. Our next question was, what was your biggest hurdle making this film? Uh, and she said it was originally supposed to be a musical with way more singing scenes with the band. But, unfortunately, our composer who was an amazing classical composer, but was not used to writing rock songs at all. So our songs were not very usable. I made the actors sing them, but the actors were not happy about the outcome, and we decided to cut almost all of the singing out of the film. Another hurdle, of course, was that we swapped... D.O.P.? Oh, um... I don't know what D.O.P. means. Uh, what is it? Um... Is it director of photography? Ooh, that that's actually might be what it is. So we swapped DOP and basically the whole crew mid-shoot. Because my whole cast and crew, including myself, were working for credits, the DOP and his AC... What the hell does AC mean? Assistant? No? Uh, I should know all of these terms. <laughs> yeah, what the hell, Rose? Assistant. No, it's not assistant crew member. Uh, I look. Keep reading. All. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. Um, yeah. So they, yeah. So the DOP and his AC as well as sound had to leave mid shoot to get paid work as it came up. The team headed by Aaron Wakeley did an amazing job picking. Picking up where the previous team left off. That was great fun. Oh my gosh. That would suck. <laughs> okay, so I was right. It is director of photography, and then AC is assistant camera. Assistant camera? Yeah. Okay. So she lost her director of photography. Her camera... Like, over someone helping with the camera and their sound guy. So, camera assistant is kind of like, uh, you know how, like, usually the director is the one that is uh, 
at the um, camera chair and, you know, like is looking, making sure that everything is getting filmed what they want. Right. So the assist, they usually call them first assistant camera, is the person that's in charge of like taking off the lens, changing like the shutter speed, or like whatever needs to be changed on the camera. So the only thing that the director has to worry about is looking through that lens and making sure that everything is going right on screen the way that they want it to. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's, that's just a huge freaking hurdle. Like you, yeah, you have to. I'm so sorry. Get a whole new team in, and like it's just. Luckily, like so, we've already done the breakdown for this movie because we were going to do this this interview later, but I don't think we addressed it. But knowing this, the uh, everything it, like there was not very many. Or I, I can't think of any off the top of my head. There weren't any uh, shots that looked different from others, other than maybe the, the singing scene, where it was like more music video esque. Yeah, no, but other than that, um, it looked like it all just flowed together quite well. Yeah, so it's something that you can barely notice. Um, when it comes to sound, on the other hand, we we get into that, but oh my. Gosh, that would just be not fun. And then seeing how this was supposed to be, like, I could actually see, having seen the movie already, like, I can see how this could have been a musical. I want to see the director's cut of this as the musical. <laughs> but that's just because I'm I'm we, a sucker for a musical. I l- freaking love musicals to death. Yeah, you're absolutely a sucker for musicals. Um, but yeah, I <laughs> I can also see like being an actor not wanting to sing all the songs, <laughs> <laughs> especially if you're not like trained to. I yeah. don't think that'd be super fun. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah, we got to discuss our my salary because I need to be paid more if I'm doing this. Yeah. Well, she said everyone was doing it for credits. That's the that's the reason the uh, DOP and his assistant camera left is because they went oh, to yeah. go do paid work. I mean, so that kind of sucks. Yeah, seriously, though. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, all right. Next question we asked her was, was the final product what you envisioned when you first started? Did anything change at all? And she said, none of my movies come out as I envision, uh, but that is mainly due to complete lack of funding. Fair enough. Like I, I understand that on a spiritual level. (laughs) The... (laughs) They usually come out better than envisioned, though. Okay, that's awesome. Um, so I can't complain. Andy Lowe, Andy Lowe, who was the amazing DOP for the first half of the shoot, shot the dream sequences over three days, and that came out so much better than I had even hoped. I had a vague idea about lights, etc., but he and Andrew turned up with enough LED lights to decorate Christmas and make a really good show. 
Oh, absolutely. Those dream sequences those were, were really oh, well done. Yeah, those were awesome. Excellent lighting yeah, work. But, sp- but spoiler alerts for a breakdown. <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> Whoopsie. No, I don't think we got too much into it. But, yeah, it... It's nice, though, that they turn out better than you think that they're going to. Yeah, um, that is always nice. Yeah, I don't think we've ever had something come out where we're like, oh, yeah, this is like a an actual masterpiece. So, like, we've just been like, well, it's done. <laughs> oh, man. We made the due date, so that's all that matters. Yeah, <laughs> that's a majority of how all of our projects go. Yep. Like, just short of this podcast, like, this podcast is a week-by-week thing. Um, we record on Thursdays. Um, I edit on Fridays or Saturdays, and then we release Mondays. So I have a decent chunk of time to work on stuff. But, yeah, I... Ugh. Yeah, but, like, this is something that I'm proud of that we make, but... It's easier to make than a freaking movie. Oh, yeah, definitely. But when it's come to, like, all of the filming and directions and all of this other different stuff, these different aspects, like, nothing that we've come out was, like, exactly how we envisioned it. And none of it came out where I was like, huh, that was better than we planned. Because, <laughs> honestly, the movie, um, well, we should, like, put, like, a link to it on Instagram or something The I'm getting. No, there. we should not. Why not? Come on. <laughs> you know damn well why not. Just go watch it again. Yeah, okay. Um, but literally the short film we made, I'm getting there, completely made up on the spot. Like, nothing had been written. At least I'm pretty sure nothing had been written before. Right? Nope. Yeah. Not a single thing. Yep. Everything was made up on the spot. So do with that what you will if you do decide <laughs> to go watch it. Yeah. Um, so our next question was how long did it take you to write and shoot the film? Uh, and she said, My shooting is usually three and a bit weeks solid shooting with one day off a week. Um, I shoot during summer holidays for convenience. Writing a movie, I write on and off throughout the year beforehand while I'm in classes. If forced, I can write a script in two months, I think. But Rocky Road had a whole bunch of revisions, so that took most of the year. You never really think about how long that side of it takes. You don't. Like... Like, you kind of forget all, like, the the little things that go into it. Like, shooting shooting takes a really long time. Yeah. (laughs) Like, how long did we shoot? We shot for, like, three days for something that was barely a few minutes long. Yep. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Yeah, it is. When you think about it. It really is. And then let alone writing, like, taking a full year to write a film, like, it makes sense. I mean, the stuff that I've tried writing, it's just, like, takes forever. All I can say is I gotta give props to, like, all script writers out there, because 
Y'all have Absolutely. like so, such a such a hard job, and I applaud you. Yeah, his writing is a very important part to movies, and that's why we use uh, or we take writing into consideration when we grade movies. Yep. So, well done, everyone that writes. Yes, except for if you um, wrote uh, "Vampire Suck," then you suck. Yeah. I just want to put that out there. Um, all right, next question. What is your biggest goal as a filmmaker? Uh, to make people's life a little bit more silly and hopefully make a living from it. That's what we all want. <laughs> yeah, we feel you. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't really have a grandiose goal. When I was four, I told my mom I was going to make films, and it kind of escalated from there. A really worthy goal. Um, I don't re- even remember when the first time I was like, I started thinking, actually, I don't think it was until maybe after high school that I started thinking about film or just, maybe not even necessarily film, just like videos. Really? It wasn't while we were in high school? Not senior year? Not really. Like, it was always something that, like, I enjoyed doing. Like, I enjoyed the challenge of making something look good and telling, like, a story. But it was never something that I, like, considered as a career or even pursuing until after. It was, like, sometime, like, before this. Like, right, like, as of right now, like, woodworking is, like, my passion that I feel like I could make money to I can make enough money to support my family, mm-hmm. but also have the freedom to pursue the video creation and eventual filmmaking that we're wanting to do. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I have to get multiple things up to a certain point to do that. But yeah. yeah, I never really considered it as a like a career option until either like right before. Or some t- a little after graduation. Okay. Nice. What about you? When when did you start wanting to do? Uh Honestly, it it was probably senior year when I did uh do Cape TV cuz like honestly before then, I had no idea what I was going to study in college. Like my major was so undecided, but um after taking that class, seeing that I loved filmmaking, um, just everything that goes into it, um, I decided, you know what? I would love to be able to do that for a career and get paid for that. So, yeah. I think it'd be really cool to get paid as critics, too. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah, that'd be super cool. <laughs> wink, wink, Just wink. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> if anyone wants wants to pay or wants to pay us as critics, like <laughs> we're here. <laughs> it's, it's just a subtle uh, nudge. That that's all this that's all this is. Just a subtle nudge. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Um, our next question was. Oh, wait, is it your turn for questions or is it mine? No, it's yours. Okay, cool. 
so the next one is, what are your favorite types of stories to tell? Uh, she said, funny, silly ones. So many movies now take themselves so seriously. I'm just a filmmaker who's just learning the craft. I got no money at all. Or I got no money and all of my cast are only turning up for experience and credits. I don't yet have the skills to even try Gone with the Wind. So I stick to comedy. That and I like to sit down and watch silly, puffy little movies that make you feel like life isn't so bad, really. Movies like Bellevue Rendezvous. Rendezvous. Gosh, freaking. Bellevue. Bellevue. Ah! Belleville Rendezvous and Therapy for a Vampire or Wild Target. <laughs> oh, that man. was difficult. Are you okay? I don't know. She sent a lot of big words. <laughs> oh man. Like it's I I was able to like make it out in my head. I just couldn't like say it for some reason. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I love it. Yeah, apparently we need to start reading with Caleb or confuse Caleb with with big words. Apparently. Oh, that's what it was. So I thought when she said uh, therapy for a vampire, I thought James Corden was in the movie actually. But no, it was um, (laughs) lesbian vampire killers that he was in. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, I don't think I've seen any of these movies, so I know what I'm adding to my list. Same here. All right, so uh, the next question we asked was, what kind of films should we expect to see from you in the future? And she said, well, I got, uh, as of right now, around 12 scripts written-ish, and and three more yeah and three more in the process i'm currently working on a series of six fantasy comedy features called the greenlands they have a dramatic podcast that goes with them and i'm currently working with some other people on a series of period drama movies but that second project pro- wow that but that second project is very much in the works still I'm sticking to making silly, ridiculous movies, and The Greenlands is definitely that. Love it. Um, one thing after this whole, this like getting reached out and being asked to like break down a movie like this, I or and actually seeing it, like all of our, the directors that we've been reached out from, I want to see more of what you guys got. Yeah, same here. Like I'm keeping a close eye on on your guys's career, and so I'm super excited for for everything that's going to come out. So nice to know we have twelve movies in our future. Looking forward to it. And hopefully after this breakdown, you don't hate us and <laughs> want us to review them, because <laughs> that would be real cool. <laughs> that would be super cool. <laughs> Uh, I mean, do we sound like complete losers? <laughs> we do. that, but I, yeah. It's like, can you hear the desperation in our voice? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, all right. Um, 
Next up, we got a... Or we posted a question of the week, just asking if you guys had any questions for uh, for Rose and about her movie or just about her in general or or whatever. Um, and we got one response, two questions, um, but they're both from the Untrained Eye over on Twitter, at Untrained Eye Pod. And I think that's on Twitter and Instagram. Um, but they, they asked... Uh, if you could remake any movie, what would it be? And who would play the main characters? And she said, oof, tough one. So many movies have been massacred, especially the adaptations of books. So many have fallen. The one that pops to mind fastest is Cats. I would have remade Cat, or remade Cats and cast everyone entirely either as normal people or really well-trained cats. <laughs> That's where Dude, literally... could you imagine cats with real cats? That'd be dope. That's where literally <laughs> half the budget is going to go. <laughs> Training the cats. <laughs> yeah. But could you say worth it? Oh, yeah, that'd be absolutely worth it. That would literally be the best adaptation I've ever seen. I would watch it, and I would I would help fund that if I could. <laughs> Um, all right, let's see. And I would have shot it with the same intensity as those really old, bad Bollywood dramas. Dude, why isn't this a thing? (laughs) For real, though. This is better than the version we got. Oh, my gosh, right? Let's see. Um, really bad Bollywood dramas where they do, like, 50 extreme fast close-up Close-up zoom-in. Yes! Reaction shots for everything. Rose, you are speaking my language. We got a Rose connection going here. Yes. (laughs) I want everything you just said and so much more. (laughs) Um, All right. And the final question that we asked her... I don't know if Caleb asked this or did someone actually ask this on. No, this was Untrained Eye again. Oh, this was Untrained Eye. This was was their second one. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that they actually asked this. Okay, so Untrained Eye also asked, will you give the All Bros a walk-on role in your next movie? Um, And Rose said, if you can get your amazing selves to marry England and avoid being arrested and thrown in quarantine, sure. Bet. Freaking challenge. Yeah. That's all I needed to hear. Yeah. <laughs> challenge accepted. <laughs> I mean, hell, we've we've rebelled from the English before. <laughs> True that. I mean, not us personally, yeah, just uh, us. our country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, where the hell we're was I? No, we're we're law abiding citizens. Yeah. I'm talking about Americans. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, like that would be like the headline: Americans do American shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, all right, uh, Caleb. Well, thank you. Yes, hold on. S- sorry. So, thank you, Untrained Eye, for asking the questions, and thank you also, Rose, for uh, taking the time to answer these questions. Yes, thank you, thank you very much. Um, but Caleb, 
Unless you have anything else you would like to say about the uh, interview that we had. Um, one second. I think she might have sent us some links. So I'm going to put everything in the video description. Um, but she says that the uh, if you want to check out her website, uh, it is rosegoldthorpe.com. Uh, so R O S E G O L D T H O R P dot com. Uh, if you want to buy this movie, The Rocky Road, or The Rocky Road of Freedom, or I've seen it both ways. I'm I'm not sure if it's The Rocky Road or we're just gonna call it The Rocky Road. If you want to buy it and find out more info uh, for current projects, you can go follow her on Instagram at the underscore Greenlands. Uh, and that's on her, or that's her fantasy podcast and project. Unfortunately, the Greenlands movie is on hold until they take away lockdown in this country. So. That's fair. Everyone, pray for merry old England. Yes. So we can get the Greenlands. And also subscribe to everything that she does. So, like I said, we'll put the, uh the links and everything that you need to know in the video description or in the podcast description and some description. <laughs> I'm having difficulties today. Just a little bit. Just, just a little bit. <laughs> um, <sighs> all right. So since we've talked so much about this movie, Caleb, what do you say? We finally break it down. I say, let's do it. So, with this week's headliner, we'll be breaking down a indie film called The Rocky Mountain Road. Caleb, was there a subtitle for this, or was it just what? The Rocky Mountain... What? The Rocky Mountain... This is The Rocky Road. Oh, it's the... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Rocky Mountain Road a no, song? No, it's... No. <laughs> I goofed <laughs> really badly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, oh shit. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um yeah, this is called The Rocky Road to Freedom. That's what it is. Thank you. The Rocky Road to Freedom. Not the ro- the ro- <laughs> the Rocky Mountain Road. Wow. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't the best idea to have me take uh, control of this episode. Probably not. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> but, so. But it's entertaining. <laughs> Shut up. So... Like we said, this this uh, week's um, headliner will not be the Rocky Mountain Road, but the Rocky Road, uh, the Rocky Road Road to Freedom, right? The Rocky Road to Freedom. Oh, the Rocky Road to Freedom. Gosh, damn it, Jonathan. Um, 
Wow. Okay. Anyway, Caleb, before I put my foot in my mouth anymore, do you want to explain how we break down movies on this podcast? I would love to. (laughs) So, if you are new to our breakdown system, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually grade to come to a final all bros letter grade. Um... And it's like a schoolhouse letter grade. The eight categories that we grade are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then we give it our own personal grade. All of the scores that we are about to list off, we have talked about and discussed and whatever previously. So we have all of the scores. The only one that we're we're changing things up a tiny little bit, just so we it's more of a surprise for us too. Um, we are we have not discussed our own personal grade yet, so we'll discuss that at the end, and then we'll have our final score at the end. Um, we we're starting to do that because then I would see the final score for the movie. <laughs> And usually the personal grade, it bumps up the average by, like, depending on, like, the, the difference in everything. It it could bump it up uh, a letter or by, I don't even know what you call it, by half a point. Not half a point. It would, it, it could bump it up a couple percents. It could lower it a couple percent. It's just, the personal grade is just the final piece to the the pie and it can like i have a so i have a general idea of what the the score is going to be it's just i want to be surprised as well when the final grade comes so i probably over explained that like no man's business but whatever (laughs) me kind of do but we still love you um yeah so starting off with story um, we're in a, an odd predicament because we do not have a synopsis for this movie. And we made the wrong decision of not reaching out to the director and asking for her to give us a synopsis of her film. Before recording, yeah. of course. <laughs> so, oops. Yeah, so we're going to have to come up with one on the fly. Or Rose is going to have to come up with one on the fly. Like hell. <laughs> What do you mean, like hell? <laughs> hey, this is just reading with Rose. This ain't no making up shit wh- as I go along with Rose. <laughs> uh, new segment, everyone. Making shit up with Rose. <laughs> uh, that's the definition of my life right there. Straight up. Um. Okay, so I'll, I'll try my best. Caleb, do you have the... Uh, do you have the list of characters pulled up? I sure do. Okay. Hold on one second. Let me pull them up. All right. Can you see? Uh, yes, I can. All right. So. So. Here we go. Bear with me, please, guys. So Gabriel um, is a kind of down-on-his-luck uh, musician that is... Just working at a dead end job, not a fan of it. 
His boss is kind of an ass. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah, he's a prick. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, um, you know, he... You can tell he doesn't really care because, you know, like, he will wait. He, well, okay, it, it seems like he wakes up on time, but he's usually late for it. Um, which, you know what? When you hate a job, can't say I blame you, man. Yeah. Um, and then his buddy Tom, that that's his best friend, right? Or is it his best friend or just work friend? I'm assuming so. Okay. I'm assuming it's, yeah. So, so uh, oh, my gosh. So Gabriel and Tom decide, or I don't know if this was all along, they decide to form a band. Or no, like haven't they been practicing music for a little bit, but then they finally decide to like really get it to take off? They try to decide to like really push themselves? Yes. Okay. So, yeah, so they decide to like really get a band going, and so Gabriel meets this uh, girl named... Caleb shit. What do you remember her name? May. May. Can you not see it? It's very blurry, and you know that my oh. eyesight sucks. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so Gabriel uh, meets up with this uh, girl named May, who is also a musician. She is a pianist, and she is trying to um, get her name out there as well. And so he asks her to join the band. And so it becomes Gabriel, May, Tom. Uh, what is? Oh yeah, that was the oh yeah, their drummer's name Fuzzy. Um, and so they uh, you know, they start practicing. They make a music video. It doesn't go that well. Um, and so uh, they try their uh hand at it again. And um, after getting like good equipment, a uh, an actual recording uh, studio, just like all the necessities that you would need to actually make a decent music video, um, they're able to get that fully put together. Um, it's it's a decent hit. Uh, they are contacted by a music producer. They. Um, well, actually, wait, no, I'm sorry. First, before that, I'm sorry, I'm skipping around here. They uh, get a gig at a local. Uh, uh, I don't. It wasn't a bar, right, Caleb? It was a. Uh... It is a bar, but the Brits call it a pub. <laughs> that that's what it is. Thank you. So they get a gig <laughs> at a pub. I just think pub sounds better anyway. Like I would much rather call a bar a pub. Maybe that's just me. Um. But anyway, so they get a gig at a pub nearby in town, um, and I believe that they're able to perform two songs, right? It's not just one? Yes. Okay. Um, from what I understood, the each band was allowed to play two songs. Okay, yeah, that that's what I understood as well. Um, so yeah, so they perform their two songs. It goes super, super well. To where after their performance, um, a music producer comes up to them, um, talks to them, and says, "Hey, you know, we love you guys. You guys are great. We want to sign you." Um, they're given contracts, uh, but there's a little bit of an altercation between Gabriel and May, um, and just it kind of 
prolongs the contracts getting signed, but they eventually do. Um, and then they become this big, I don't really know how to explain. I don't really know how to like go about the end. They do become a huge band and, uh, tour the world and all is well. And, uh, what's fun. So okay, I can still spoil the whole movie, right? Yeah. Oh okay. shit. Um, um <laughs> we forgot. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I mean, technically we haven't really spoiled a lot of big uh, plot points of this film, but I'm going to spoil the biggest plot point at least to me that uh the director uh Rose has in this movie. And it's throughout the movie you can tell that Gabriel does have a slight crush on May. And towards the end, you know, like, he decides to finally get the push to, you know, like, talk to her, try to ask her out. But then at the end, it is, disco- it is yeah, it's discovered that her father, who left when she was a child, that left her mother uh, being an asshole like that, um, is the exact same father that left Gabriel and his mom. So, their brother, their long-lost brother and sister... Um, that, that honestly took, (laughs) that, that was quite a shock. I appreciate that, um, Rose. That was actually a decent, uh, plot twist. I, I did not see that coming. And so I, I did actually appreciate that. And the way that you, uh, the way that it was handled was actually pretty, pretty funny (laughs) with, uh, how like the mom's just like, oh my gosh, I always wanted a daughter. And Mace is like, I don't think that's how this works. And, or like, that's not exactly how this works. And she just starts like hugging her. And it, it, it's pretty funny. But like Gabriel's just like sitting in the corner. He's just like, oh my gosh, this could have been so awkward. And so, yeah. But so that is the best I can do with subbing or um sum summarizing up the plot of the Rocky Road to Freedom. Yeah. I I think you did a really good job. Yes. <laughs> um Yeah. So unfortunately the so this is like a, an issue. So the first, so we'll we'll get right into it. We scored the story at fifty. Yes. And the issues I feel that we had with the story weren't necessarily within the story itself. No, because the story. Because I think the story, like how you explained it, there's a good story there. There honestly is. I you just actually, don't think yeah. it was. My biggest problem that I have yeah, with the story. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go. You go. No, I was. Um, I was telling Caleb about this uh, after we had both finished it, and like, like he said, like the story is actually really good, but it's just I, I feel like it jumped so fast from plot point to plot point that it took me a little bit, or like I wasn't able to like kind of like catch my breath and be like, okay, so that plot point's over. Now let's move on to this this next one. It was kind of like, okay, I gotta take like the quickest breath that I can take. And so we can jump into this next one. And it was just beat after beat after beat. And I was like, okay, um, th- this is a little fat. This is a little too fast for me. Right. Yeah. It It is very quickly paced and you can definitely, there was a couple times I had to rewind because there's a lot I, you can miss. 
yeah, there's a lot you can miss. Like, I'm trying to think of, a, like, one example. So, one that I can actually think of off the top of my head, um, without giving it too much thought, is when Gabriel decides that he wants to start the band um, because he sees May playing piano in some park or out in the open. That's a nice-ass and park, so by the he way. he wants to get this going. Yeah, right? Excellent shooting location. Freaking nothing like we have. Yeah. Their, sh- their shooting locations were amazing. Seriously. Which is something I put in effects. I did as well. I did as well. Yeah. So, the, okay. So, later on, like, so he decides he wants to, to start a band because he wants to get to know her, more or less. And he goes, gets a guitar, and then it's like suddenly... He goes to her and is like, hey, we have a band. Or actually, he t- actually doesn't even do that. He actually go like sees her playing and then goes and is like, hey, do you want to join our band? And then she's uh, she says yes. And then it's like a couple, cu- like maybe a cut or two later, they're in his house or garage practicing. Yeah. It's like, boy, that escalated like, quickly. He, it was just, it was just so, it was just so fast. Yeah. And then... Later in the movie, um, there is like a conflict with the uh, like what you were saying the contract getting signed, but it's because it was revealed that May is a uh, a sex worker. Yes, and that there was like a a little bit of an opening, um, with including May kind of showing, uh, Gabriel and May's mornings. And really, they don't address that she's a prostitute that that well. I mean, they say that they have a client and that there's like a really difficult client that May's dealing with. But then it's just never discussed for the rest of the movie. Nope. <laughs> Until like the 45 minute mark. And the, the movie's about an hour long. Yeah. Um, and so 45 minutes in, I actually it was like 48 minutes in uh then they have like this conflict with the uh the contract and the um her, her being a prostitute <laughs> and so it it came very very fast and the way that it was revealed was also kind of odd it's um Gabriel and the rest of the band are out celebrating that they got this contract and so they go to a pub, they get freaking wasted, and then they start, like, walking back home, or just walk, or, no, they're going to another pub. They're walking to a pub, oh, yeah. Gabriel goes ahead of them, and then he bumps into May after some dude comes out of a, what looks like a restroom. So he comes out, and then May comes out, like, shortly after that. And then, like, the first thing that Gabriel says to her is, like, oh, you're a hooker? And it was just like, wait, how did you get that? <laughs> I mean, like, there was no discussion. It was just like, that could have been her boyfriend for all you know, asshole. <laughs> you got a point. <laughs> it's just like, you, they just didn't, I don't think it was just, it was set up quite right. Yeah. I think that there could have been, I'm trying to think of like a, another way that they could have 
made that reveal. Um, oh, I I got it. Maybe they're just everyone's freaking like wasted, and then they're like, "Hey, let or we can go to another bar." And then this dude, maybe this the guy that's like offering the to sign them the the new manager or whatever. He's like, "I know a place where we can really have some fun." And then they go to the uh maybe the brothel or what whatever you want to call where she works. Oh, dude, that would have been a really good way. Yeah, and then it's just like, "Oh, that's the reveal." Yeah. And I think that would have worked just a little bit better than it's just I mean, it's Two still coming out. Yeah, of, I mean, of I still feel it, it was like a very interesting plot point. I just wish that, like you said, it was handled in like a different way or played out in a different way. Right, and we, I think we address this in the next category a little bit better, a little bit more. But it's just the reason it scored so low is because it was so difficult to follow. Yes. Um. And like you said, you it's almost kind of like they took the synopsis of the movie and just kind of threw in a little bit of like dialogue and then just kind of jumped to those plot points, mm-hmm. which I think this movie could have easily been maybe an hour 20, hour 30. Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah, if like some plot points were stretched out or a couple more lines were added. We weren't jumping around so fast. Yeah, this easily could have been an hour and a half film. And I feel it actually would have probably... Yeah, um, what's the word? Uh, um, it Ah, oh, shit. Would have uh, gained um, gained from that. That's not the word that I'm from searching for. From a longer runtime. Yeah. Like enhanced. <laughs> there we go. That Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> Thank you. Um... Yeah, I feel that would definitely would have enhanced the film if um, it was able to go for a longer one time. Right. Um, and the reason that we we graded it the way that we did so low is, like I said, because it was so jumpy and we grade the, uh, the flow of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I think we've talked about it before, but the Fan 4 stick movie, it... It also has this issue, jumping from plot point to plot point to plot oh, yeah. point. And it's just like, it's so jarring. It just, it just needs to like, it just needs a little slowdown. Yeah, but like and that movie like was the run what, time, like oh. two hours? So. Yeah, but it felt like an hour and a half in a really did. bad way. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I, I feel, like I said before, if this movie was able to get just a little extra uh, runtime, I feel that would have definitely helped out the uh, flow of the movie as well as the story. I agree. Um, so yeah, like we said, story is sitting at a 50. Moving on over to writing, this scored a little bit lower than the story. This actually got a 46. I mean, overall, I um, thought the writing was decent. Um, I mean... <sighs> I think uh, the only like w- the only wasted lines I felt kind of came out of um, uh, what was the drummer's name? No, no, it wasn't the drummer. Fuzzy. So- okay, uh, maybe a couple of his, but then do you remember the guy that uh, Gabriel recruits? Oh, the guitarist. Yeah, 
Yeah, I forget. Let me go back to the page and see what his name was. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this might be. Uh, I'm assuming so it's with... Mike. Oh, it's not Samson. Oh yeah, no, it's not Samson. Oh, so uh, I don't know. It could be. Let's just say he's Mike. I for I forget oh. what his, I forget the guitarist's name. It, no, it's either Mike or Samson. Okay. Um, this might be more so with like acting. Um, but it's just I feel his character was written in there to kind of like give their band members you know, or their band more members to get get better sound in a way. But then like you get that scene with um you know Gabriel recruiting him. And then, like, a couple like, I feel after that, he doesn't really, the character really doesn't get a lot of uh, time to shine with the writing. Um, I feel that's really right. the only time that he really gets any moment in the spotlight. It's just like, hey, you play guitar? Oh, that's cool. You should be in our band. Okay, cool. You know, like, I've never really, or I haven't had a uh, gig or, like, anything big happen to me in years. So, you know, like, why not? Um, and that, that's kind of like the last plot or like writing plot point that we hear about his character. Right. Honestly, I probably would have written him out. (laughs) I would have too. Honestly. He was, he was introduced a little late in the game. And so it was kind of hard to be rooting with or for him or with him. Yeah. I, I can definitely agree with that. Yeah, but a lot of the dialogue was, uh, it was okay. It wasn't, I don't know. I feel like there's just, there wasn't, it didn't feel like there was much depth to the, the, the chat. No. Or whenever um, they were chatting, it didn't feel like there was much depth in, inside it. And I'm interested in or for those of you that don't know hopefully we explain it this episode or this portion is being recorded before we've interviewed the director so this might actually be one of the questions that we ask but i want to figure out whether uh how experienced her she is at writing or if that's like something that she struggles with because it's it's like, cause I've tried writing. Like, I mean, you've seen how how I've tried writing. I'm not very very good at writing dialogue. No, he sucks ass. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm kidding. I'm garbage. Kidding, I'm kidding. At, no, you're absolutely correct. I am garbage at writing dialogue. Um, I suck at it. But I am. I feel. Try not to brag, but I feel like I'm really good at giving a broad picture. Yes, you are actually, and I can actually. It's just um, the little details. On way I can um really prove that is um we uh, did a short film uh for one of my uh film classes titled "I'm Getting There." And most of the uh, broad spectrum that we did and like certain um, plot points that he wanted or like certain area or certain like um, certain ways that he wanted something filmed 
that was all Caleb. Like, honestly, I just kind of like took a back seat and was just like, you know what, Caleb, this is your movie. Let's see what you got. <laughs> Even though I got the grade. <laughs> yeah. It was until we needed dialogue that I was just like, Oh, I, I don't know shit. Well, I don't even think for that class, I never did a video of dialogue. Did we? I think it was all. St- we had a little bit of dialogue. We did. Yeah, not much, but we had a little bit. And I feel like that's been your strong suit. Like, you've always been really good at doing, like, the the conversations. Well, thank you. But, uh, yeah, and I, it's just the broad picture for me is, is way easier. Like, I can, I can show you what the picture's supposed to be. Just don't expect a whole lot of detail. <laughs> And I think that's what this movie might have been, at least in, from a writing aspect. I think that's what it might have been lacking a little bit. I think it was just lacking detail. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Yeah, so it didn't score much less than the story. Just a few points. Um, I think like we said, it was a 46. Um, it's just, it's tough. It's tough to get the writing good. Yeah. I think that's like the de- the little detail aspect of it is is difficult. Yeah. So honestly, writing I mean, we commend you for what you're able to do. Yeah, cuz writing a script is honestly I feel one of the hardest things to do as a filmmaker if if you're the one that's stuck with doing it. It's right. it's a pain in the ass. So that's yeah, all I'm going to so say. Mad props. <laughs> But I mean, I love writing scripts. Like speaking. honestly, I have a fun ass <laughs> time with it. Um, but I'll, I'll fully admit that sometimes it is it is definitely a struggle. But once you get it perfect, or like you get it to where it's where you want it to be, you feel so great. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, it was. I mean, like we said, I'm not sure we could have done much better. <laughs> it's just this was where it I don't. Was, yeah, I couldn't have. It needed a, a bit. I more. think what I think like, I like, think this just needed. Yeah. I think it needed it like a a an actual like a writer's touch, yeah. and I, I I'm interested to hear if that's what she wants wanted to focus on the writing or the directing. Yeah, I'm interested about that too. Because, like, honestly, this is, I I don't know jack shit about music. And so everything that you, uh, was written into this movie, just how the script was written, so much better than what I could have done. Because I don't know jack shit about anything music. (laughs) Yep. So, like we said, 46%. Or 46. Um, moving on to acting. Um, so obviously with this being an indie film, the actors aren't going to be as well known. So we'll go, I'll go, I'm going to list off everyone because the, the cast list is fairly short, but we're going to just be talking at least I'm going to be talking just about the main three or four characters. Same here. Uh, so starting off with Gabriel. Gabriel was played by Zach Elias. 
Uh, May was played by Dara, Dara, Dara Batista. Oh, geez. Um, Tom <laughs> was played by Izewa. I'm pretty sure it's, I think it's Isaiah. I think that's just another way to spell Isaiah. Isaiah? Yeah. Oh, I feel absolutely foolish. (laughs) No, I could be completely wrong. Isaiah, that makes a lot more sense. (laughs) I could be completely wrong, but Um, I just feel that's another way to spell it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so Tom was played by Isaiah Jawin. Fuzzy was played by Amor Sue. Mike was played by Valentino De Rosa. Uh, Gabriel's mother was played by Rosemary Beard. Samson was played by Bo James Morgan. Louise was played by Kathy Peters. Angie was played by Catherine Thompson. Maddie was played by Ashley Crawford. Mr. Jones, played by Kevin Longley, dance coach Bruce Hakes, and male customer Aiden Robinson. Um, so for acting, I mean, I threw in the the extras in their own like little category, um, and I think I'm also just that's kind of what I'd have brought it down. So the oh, yeah, fair. yeah, so the acting. Uh, ended up scoring a 60. Um, definitely one of the higher categories that we graded. Everyone did really well. Yeah, I was actually really surprised. For for being an indie film, the, the acting is pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Honestly, like... Like we, we said, it's an indie film, so these aren't... I don't... They're... I don't think I'm okay. I'm not going to say anything regarding training or whatever, but these are probably not as experienced actors. Um, so there was a lot of the delivery that was on the dry side. And mostly I felt that from Gabriel. Yes. Um, honestly, I feel the one that I got the most emotion out of was, uh, Tom, who was, uh, Gabriel's, uh, best friend, um, played by Isaiah. And I don't know, honestly, I, f- I felt that he, he had the most emotion when it came to like, who had like the most like energy. I would definitely give that to Amor who played fuzzy. Um, like, man, that guy was like ready to jump off the screen, but I loved it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but they they everyone did like a really good job. It's just like we said it's it's an indie movie. I it's just you're it's not top qual not top Hollywood quality, which is not a bad thing at all. No, no, it's not. Um like hell, honestly, some of this acting was better than some Hollywood movies I've seen. Not gonna point fingers. Easily. <laughs> um for one, we can point fingers at we can be heroes. <laughs> oh, for real though. Oh my oh, acting was like a hundred times better in this movie. 
Yeah, so the, they everyone did a really good job. I actually really enjoyed the performance of Dara Batista, who played May. Yeah, she, oh, I she think was she. Great. Yeah, if I had to, like one, two, th- like my top three, she's top of my list easily. That's completely understandable. Um. Yeah, and then I'd probably give it to Tom after that. Then, honestly, Fuzzy and Gabriel are, are tied. The only thing I would switch about that ranking would I would is I would put for me I'd put Tom first and then May, and then like you said, Fuzzy and Gabriel are tied for third. Yeah. So I mean, you can make the argument either way. I think oh, it, yeah. it works, but yeah, I think I think Dara did a really good job. Um, I think she was easily the standout performance. She she just hit all the right notes with me. Yeah, ab- absolute same. Um, um, no, I I feel like as you saw her and Gabriel's um relationship or not relationship they're like friendship and then you know like them being band members grow throughout the movie honestly i feel her acting uh continue to grow throughout the movie i absolutely agree um but yeah can't say enough good stuff like we said it's not top hollywood quality but it is some Really solid acting. Yes, absolutely. So f- because of that, we're giving it a, a 60. Alright, next up we got character development, which I th- I personally graded Gabriel. I did as well. Right, and we ended up giving him a 55. Which... Um, I'm, I, oh, sorry, go ahead. <sighs> No, I was just. I mean, I, it's it's hard to see any sort of arc with him. It was difficult it to find an arc. Is I feel. I don't know. I I felt like um, you know, like at the beginning, you know, like you find out that you know, like he's at this dead end job. He's still living with his mom, you know, but he wants to get this band going. Um, so when he finally gets it off the ground, everything starts going well. You're just like, okay, this is awesome. You know, like you, you know, like uh. Hopefully he's gonna end up with May. The he'll move out of his mom's place. You know he'll he'll like really start his life. Um, but then you know at the end it turns out that him and May are long lost siblings. Um, you don't see if he actually did move out of his mom's house. So really, the only arc that you really see him improve on is that his band actually got somewhere. Right, and it felt like the um. All we really, the only really bit of growth that we saw from him is him waking up on time. <laughs> that is true. Or just, that, yeah, just a little bit more pep in his step. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when he when he woke up, so yeah, <laughs> it was a little on the difficult side to count that as a like a full arc because in the end he was. He was damn near in the same position that he started, just good at waking up early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'll give him that. So. Kudos to you for that, Gabriel. 
Yeah, it's it's on the weaker side, unfortunately, but uh, still better than other <laughs> arcs that we've seen. We can be heroes. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I think we actually so ended up giving that, that one a little. Yeah, we we ended up giving oh, that one a little bit higher. Yeah, I'm trying to look oh. back at, and see what uh, we talked about. Okay, oh, for well, one, everything Justice else League. sucked about that movie. Or we gave Justice League. We gave Justice League like, uh, where is it? I just passed it again. We gave Justice League a fifty-four. <laughs> Damn. Okay, yeah. I really quickly. I I know this has you know since we're on the subject of Justice League, really quickly, I want to point out to everybody that the Warner Brothers exec- executives like um as Zack Snyder's Justice League is about to drop on um. HBO Max next month. They came out and said when uh, Joss Whedon's version of Justice League came out, we all knew it was shit, but we didn't want to admit it. <laughs> like, you know what? I appreciate you guys. I I appreciate you Freaking guys. Cowards. Finally saying it. <laughs> Breaking cowards, man. Yeah. Um, going back, so 55 actually puts it on the same character de- development level as Unfriended, which I can absolutely No, honestly, the character development, the... yeah, I mean, the character development is not horrible in that movie. Yeah, but it's not super good either. Yeah. There's like, it's fair. it's tough in a horror, that's kind of why we change character development with horror into the logic. Because the character development with horror, like that category, was murdering, uh, <laughs> was murdering some of the uh, uh, horror. Dude, movies. I would love to go back to Unfriended for the logic side because that ending defies all forms of logic. <laughs> uh, but we're not talking about that movie. But, we're oh my gosh! About once it counts down, the demon freedom. actually. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Yeah. So, character development 55. It's it's good ish. It's just I feel like there's there's more depth to Gabriel as a character that could have been explored. And I don't think we quite got to see that, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, moving on over to effects, um, th- this is a a movie that doesn't have a whole lot of special effects. No, um, but, but there's one effect that I do want to point out. Just sorry, just really quickly, kill. Yeah, no, yeah, um, go ahead. Um, th- and this isn't real. This th- this has to do with music, but this is also like on an effects side. Is this is towards um, when Gabriel first gets the guitar, and you know it's him and May, and like they're st- I think I think it's him and May, and they're starting you know like practice, and it's like you start to hear guitar music in the background before he even starts strumming the guitar, and like Caleb pointed <laughs> out, it's not even the right guitar noise of what he should be playing. Right. Yeah. It's. I, uh, like, what I really count, I counted that more with music 
Yeah, like I count all audio issues with music. Oh, really? Um, okay. I, but I, I was thinking, count that as an effects yeah, kind of I was. Thing. Okay, yeah, but, like that makes sense. Um, but I was thinking more of like the transitions, and I think there was a lot of transitions that were really nice. Like, yes, there's a lot That's of them. Fair. Because it's jumping from yes. story bit to story bit. But overall, like I think they made their their budget work for them. Especially with like the locations that they were able to shoot. For real. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Gorgeous set locations. Yeah. Like Rose. So Bravo. Good. So amazing. Yeah. So good. Like, she was able to make a lot of these work for her. Um, mm-hmm. There was there was a couple. There was a couple that kind of didn't really work out. Like, uh, when they're doing their performance of the, the first gig that they get, that, it was supposed to be at a pub, but it looked like it was, like, outside. Well, yeah, we never got to set foot inside the pub. It was kind of like right. That this is kind of what I was telling Caleb is that because it kind of took me by surprise that they're they're sitting outside warming up, and then all of a sudden it cuts to them like already done with the performance. Then a guy comes up and was just like, "Hey, we loved you guys. We want to sign you." I'm like, "Wait, what? Um, they already performed." Yeah, that was one of those things. I'm like, okay, did I completely miss this sport or this part? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I actually had to. Re- I actually straight up rewinded it a couple, like a couple minutes, to make sure that I didn't miss anything. I'm like, no, okay. So they literally have been sitting in that location for that long. Okay, right. Um. Yeah, it was jarring to say the least. But like I said, I count the sets. I count the transitions. Any little special effect kind of situation that they had i think it all looked really really good um absolutely very few issues with them but unfortunately it's just like we're grading this like every other movie that we watch it's it's a little bit it's it's average so i we Mm. put ended up putting it at a 70 yeah um and that's nothing like we didn't dock anything because of a lack of budget. It's just, uh, I feel like um, the the seventy actually for me a lot of that was earned during the the Rocky Road music video part. Oh yeah, absolutely. That actually looked really good. Yeah, the all the lighting effects that they did, like that looked really solid. The only thing that threw me for a loop is they threw in some they threw in some of the actors <laughs> that I don't think they needed to. <laughs> like um like Gabriel's boss, I'm pretty sure he was one of them that they threw into the music video. Like that threw me. Yeah, that that was kind of something. Yeah, and a few of May's friends were in there and I'm just like, "Wait, what?" I kind of find it funny that the boss was in the music video, but then at the end when they're doing like that montage of the newspaper prints, the boss sues him for I forget what reason. Uh, for defamation of character. 
<laughs> oh yeah, that's what it was. Dude, I thought that was freaking hilarious. That was that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um. So, like we said, effects sitting at a really nice seventy. The it's honestly like it's so little to complain about with that part of the movie or that yeah. aspect uh, yeah, of the absolutely. movie. Um, moving on over to music. So, Rose, you were t- actually touching upon that a little bit. Um, there was some audio issues, at least for me. For me, so I was wa- listening to, the, I was watching the movie, and I was playing the audio through my phone speaker, and I had to turn the volume up really loud to hear the the dialogue. Because it's just, the music was playing way louder than the dialogue. Yes. Um, throughout this whole movie, because I watched it on my phone as well, and uh, I had to have my headphones in, and even those had to be a full blast to be able to understand what they were right. saying. Yeah. And Did you have subtitles on? No. I didn't either. I tried to. It just confused the hell out of me. Because the way that yeah. YouTube did the subtitles for this movie... Like, I'm like, it was just like sentence after sentence. It didn't like separate anything of who was saying who. So I'm like, yeah, no, this is yeah. going to make this movie way more confusing. <laughs> yeah. So, so I actually switched to um, to headphones halfway through when yeah, I was just like, yeah, I, I, I'm having a real difficult time uh, figuring this movie out. And it's just, it was also really late at night too. So I couldn't have it like too loud. Yeah. So I I think that the, um, the sound mixing could have used a little bit of work. And I know from firsthand, because um, like I throw the music in for this this podcast. Sound mixing is a bitch. <laughs> it's not fun to do. It is super difficult. And if you can't get it just right, it's going to freaking come back and screw you in the ass hard. And <laughs> honestly, that's that's the aspect of the movie that killed killed the music for me. Like, yeah, okay, I, I if, definitely you, if you take out those, the sound mixing issues, I would honestly be sitting about maybe a seven, a stronger seven, a soft eight. Yeah, like can, a, a fairly soft eight. Yeah, it's just there were so many audio issues. It's just the the dialogue was really quiet and the music was really loud, <laughs> and yeah. it was just distracting. Honestly, it was it it was like yeah, it was distracting. So that's kind of why I personally bumped it down to a six, and I think you were on the same same boat. Yep. Yeah. Um but like overall the like I feel like the soundtrack to this would like would be really good. Um the I'm trying to think what was I just about to say. Um Yeah, another th- like what you were talking about, the audio didn't quite line up. Like, you got to see them, like, strumming the guitars, playing on the piano, and doing that. But very, very few times did you ever hear them do that. 
Yes. And I feel like with a, a movie about a band, you should be able to hear them play. And we only got to hear them play, I no, feel, yeah, no, once. Yeah. And that was like during the music video aspect of it. Yeah, that, yeah Which, that really was it. I got to give some mad props to whoever wrote that song. It was, it was a it well was written damn song. Good. You know what's really fun? Um, yeah. uh, oh shit, what's his uh, best friend's name? Tom. Tom. I. <laughs> this is one of the stupidest things that I, I I noticed in this movie is when they first are shooting their uh their first music video for YouTube. Um, the tripod that he was using, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I have the exact same tripod. <laughs> I noticed this. I, I, that's just me noticing the stupidest, the stupidest stuff that I can notice. But you know, he's got good taste. He's got good taste. Yeah. Honestly, I'm. I I might have accidentally talked myself up with music a little bit and I, I i want your thoughts on this because the soundtrack like it's we already kind of docked it for i mean you already kind of docked it for the audio lineup right mm-hmm. the music overall the music overall wasn't bad no um, i think i don't think it's like I said, I soundtrack alone, and if the audio would have lined up a little bit better, I would have been at a really soft eight. But I think I'm willing, if you're willing to, maybe bump music up to a seven. Yeah, I'm up for it. Let's do it. Yeah, sweet. I say let's do it. All right, bumping music up to a seven. All right, next up we got costumes. Uh, we ended up giving costumes a six, and I mean they were. Co- I mean honestly, like nothing not, really is, to write home about. Not like nothing. Yeah, I mean it was it was kind of just normal clothes. I mean they they looked cool. I'll give them that. Like they they looked pretty cool. Um, but it it was no like Rocket Man <laughs> kind of costumes. Yeah, like so. Giving it a six puts it on the same level as a lot of movies. Like, it puts it on the same level as Unhinged, which we reviewed last week. Uh, Same as Better Watch Out, The Oath, uh, Friday the 13th. There's a lot of movies that it's in line with. Um, Yeah, so like... I mean, what they wore was, like, fine, but it was nothing, like, that stood out. It was just, you know, like, just normal clothes, which, you know, you can never argue with normal clothes, because at least they're wearing clothes. Right. All right, and then that brings us... (laughs) All right, and then that brings us to our own personal grade. So, Rose, I'll let you take this one first. You son of a bitch. I knew you were going to. <laughs> um, so I kind of have a hard time giving this one a final grade just because um, taking away uh, the uh, kind of like um, little problems that I had with it. Overall, I did enjoy this movie. Like, it's just 
just like the plot points were just like a little too fast for me. I wanted it to slow down just a little bit. Um, but like overall, I did have I I did enjoy this movie for what it was. Um, it it what it was a decent uh, indie film. Um. Oh gosh, damn it! I, because I I'm scared if this is going too low for it. I'm at like a fifty-five. Fifty-five, shit, man. Okay, you know what? No, okay, a sixty. Okay, that's a little bit better. Um, I'm on this. Okay, well, damn, I'm, where are you at? Okay, I'm a little higher than you. I actually really enjoyed this movie. I think this had a lot of potential for some really great storytelling. Because like the just yeah. the the premise of the movie itself is really really good, and honestly, I don't think like out of everything that um involves a movie. I think the least important aspect to it is the acting. Like I've I've watched movies where the acting is just like uh, awful. But no, hold up. I don't know. But I, can, I can, the story okay. and the the story and the writing have been really good, and that kind of helps save the acting a little bit. See, I'm at like least that's that just me personally. Honest, that's just. No, no. See, I can understand that, but I'm kind of like torn between that because I feel an act like a strong acting performance can almost save a movie. I think it can too. I think it absolutely can. But I'm I'm thinking if it's if it's poorly written and it's poorly acted, it's more difficult to enjoy the movie. And like we discussed, it's a good premise it's just lacking details and the acting yeah. it wasn't it wasn't top quality but it wasn't like god awful either yeah and so it's kind of sitting in like a weird position with me because it's just i i watch this movie and i see all of everything that it can be <laughs> So I'm I'm sitting at a 65. Okay. Not bad. Um yeah, I like I, I feel said, like I, such a dick for, for saying 55. I apologize about that. Yeah, 55's harsh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. It it's a 60 for me. A strong 60. Yeah, like I said, it's it's uh this move it's it just had enough of the right qualities for me to enjoy it. And like I said, I can forgive bad acting with, with really solid writing. And unfortunately that was just where there wasn't, that's not where it was for me. Yeah. Um, the effects I thought were really good. The audio, it had some issues that were distracting but I think those could easily be fixed. You just oh, yeah, need definitely. a little bit more time sound mixing. Mm-hmm. And honestly, from what I've learned about uh, doing this podcast, even 
what I've learned about sound mixing is you need the you don't need the music as loud as you think you do. <laughs> I think like I ha- yeah, I've learned that over the past couple of videos that I've made. Yeah, and then it's just or not video I don't movies. Know. I I really liked it. I I I loved like the potential that I thought it had. So I overall I think this was an amazing indie movie. I think Rose just she has a really bright future ahead of her. And I I am very much I looking forward to seeing that. what she comes up with in the future. Honestly, the only note that I have for her is just maybe hire a writer. <laughs> That's honestly the only note I have. Like I think her direction yeah, is really well, I, I would well done. So. I think she does a really solid job at every aspect of the movie. Just you need a, a little you need a sound mixer and you need a writer. Get those you're you're flawless. You're golden. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. So all of that added up. So our the average for our personal grade has come to a 62.5. So the final letter grade for the Rocky Road to Freedom is a D minus. Ooh. I'm sorry, Rose. Yeah, we're really sorry. <laughs> we we liked your movie. <laughs> yeah, Even though did. it doesn't seem like we did. We promise you we did. <laughs> yeah, it's just It's so it's sitting at a 62.3125%. Which let me see if I can find exactly where like how Gosh, I can't freaking see. Let's see. D minus, D minus. Yeah, it is just, just shy of, of being a D. Ah, damn. Um, Honestly, what, what killed this movie in the grade system was the writing. That was the lowest score that we gave. But a little bit higher on any of these categories would have bumped you up to a to a higher score. Um, so overall, I think for everything that you were able to accomplish with the budget, I think you did an amazing job. And like I said, I cannot wait to watch what you come up with in the future. Neither can I. And hopefully you won't hate us and will want us to review Please those don't. too. Because <laughs> we'll be more than happy to. Yeah, please, yeah, please don't hate us. <laughs> yeah. Um, if it is any consolation at all, and hopefully it is, kind of, you... This movie is actually two points higher than Fifty Shades of Grey. 
Bam. There we go. Yeah, I don't know if that make that make, that softens the blow at all. I hope it does because Fifty Shades of Grey sucked. It's um, garbage. And that's the only. That's the yeah. That's the only uh, the only other <laughs> D minus movie that we have, unfortunately. But like I said, don't hate us, please. <laughs> please. We, we really liked your movie, and we're really excited for your future. So if you ever want a, another review, we understand if you don't want to go with us. <laughs> but, yeah. But, but we want to. <laughs> so anyway, uh, if you have liked this episode and want to check out more of the content that we release... Uh, we release every Monday, right? Monday, yeah. We release every Monday. Um, Been doing this for how long? And if you would like to, you could. F- I know, right? F- we you could. Well, we haven't been releasing Monday since the beginning. Okay, but hell, still, we were like, lucky to release been... weekly when we first started out. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> but our set release day has been Monday for quite some time here, buddy. That is true. Um, so if you like this episode, want to hear more of our stuff, be sure to follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are damn near everywhere. Um, you can catch all of our episodes on YouTube, as well as some bonus videos that we might make someday. Uh, you can also follow us on social media. So Facebook, facebook.com slash The All Bros, Twitter and Instagram at The All Bros. Uh, hit us up if you want to hit or come up with an episode idea have a movie that you want us to review have a movie you want us to pitch an idea for um you can answer our question of the week as well uh or if you want to join us for an episode we would love to have anyone on and if you have an indie movie that you want reviewed we will review it as long as you have a way for us to watch it yep (laughs) um but yeah, you can also email us at channel at gmail.com. Check out our website, tinyurl.com forward slash theallbros. And where you can find links to everything that we do, including our merch store, which is on TeePublic. Um, I'm not sure how much of a store we're going to have left because people keep freaking reporting our shit. <laughs> I think we just lost another uh, design this week. Did, uh, did another one get reported? Yeah, the freaking live action DC heroes. Gosh, damn it. I quit. I quit. Yeah, that's freaking bullshit. Well, actually, no, you quit. You're the one that creates all these. <laughs> yeah, I think I've. I think I'm on the safe side now. Hopefully, because now I, I create everything from scratch. There's not a single thing that <laughs> I steal out. from the internet now. <laughs> like everything is like handmade. <laughs> so. <laughs> if anything gets reported, I need better Wi-Fi. I'll upload some Sounds new like fight designs. Me studios. Yeah, I, I'll I'll be posting some new designs once I get a better Wi-Fi connection. I've just with the move. I'm I don't have the best Wi-Fi, <laughs> so once that happens, we uh will upload some. When new, that will happen, nobody knows. <laughs> yeah, hopefully when I move again. Um, but yeah. So yeah. next week, uh, 
Let's see, what are we doing? Next week, you guys can look forward to our breakdown of Tom and Jerry, <laughs> which came out Friday, last Friday, if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out. So, super excited yeah. for that. Uh, hope you guys are looking forward to it, too. Yeah, it was released in theaters as well as on HBO Max. Hell yeah, so go check it out. Um, but until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. So long.